Welcome everyone to the Canto Cast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And come on to the casino because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and geek. So grab a blue milk. And get some wampa jerky. Pull up with your favorite tauntaun. Because we are about to get things started. You may want to buckle up, baby. Welcome everyone back to this week's show. Uh, we are glad to bring you guys another episode, especially while everyone is still on lockdown. Hopefully we can uh, break up some of the monotony that might be going on inside your house if you're uh, doing the good thing and practicing social distancing and maybe hope working from home if you have the uh, ability to. But uh, yeah, with that being said, Jeff, how have you been recently? Well, last couple of days I was feeling sick. And thank goodness it's not the COVID-19. I don't have that. It's just one of these other flu bugs that are going around this time of year that, like Tristan just said, we all have to be cautious about and do the right thing. Don't listen to all these people that are trying to make you believe that this is nothing, that it's no big deal. If we all just practice what we're supposed to do, stay at home, and if you have to go out, like if you're an essential, have an essential job or an essential employee, like I was just deemed as an essential, essential employee for my job, um, just follow their guidelines on how to proceed to work. Like my job right now, we are working, they split up the departments at my office, so there's not that many people at the office at one time. We're going in for only four hours, say, so... Just follow that, and hopefully this will all be over sooner than later, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, man, we can only hope so. Um, you know, I've seen so many different, at this point, conflicting reports. I mean, of course you have the White House who wants to, you know, put us back into work as quickly as possible. And, you know, while that is definitely wishful thinking, we have to, you know, of course, take the scientific, you know, facts really as priority. and. I've seen stuff yeah. that, that's saying that the, the virus won't peak until June. And, you know, if, if that's true, man, we're, we're going to be interested a very weird first half of 2020. Yeah, because that's, oh my goodness, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's in the summer, guys. Uh, yeah. and That's still a couple months away. And, yeah, like that's when the curve, you know, when we've heard the term flatten the curve, I guess that for what I've seen, I think that's supposed to peak in the summer, like and like it's going to hit its top and then it's going to start going down. And uh. I mean, hopefully we've done a lot to flatten it. Cause I just have a feeling that one way or another, we're going to be back to business as usual in June, you know, when it's going to peak. So we just got to hope that we did enough prevention, yeah. but man, it could just spread like wildfire, you know, otherwise. And, uh, yeah, we just, we just want to, you know, take the precautions, yeah. follow what, the procedures are because if we if we are hopefully back to normal by June and that sucker peaks, uh, like you said, hopefully we've done enough where it doesn't get out of control again. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. This and well, the funny thing is, my wife and I just watched. Uh, well, it was her first time seeing it. Um, I believe it came out in the late nineties. Uh, it was called Outbreak with mm. Dustin Hoffman and Renee Russo, Morgan Freeman. Oh, wow. Kevin Spacey, I believe, was in it. And I know he's that's a bad name to say these days, but <laughs> he was a good actor. Yes, he screwed up royally because he was a good actor. But yeah. if you haven't seen Outbreak, it's on Netflix right now. It is a good movie, and it just shows how something like this can take off without a warning. Oh, so. yeah. And even more recently, I don't know if you've seen the movie Contagion. No. Um, that's another. It might be on Prime Video, I think, is where I might have watched it. Um, That is another really scary, really scary thing. And I think that has – who does that have in it? Was it Matt Damon that was in that? I'm going to look that up, actually, oh. real quickly Um, to see who the actors were. But anyway, it is the exact same kind of – now the virus in that is way more scary because it causes people to like have seizures and foam with the mouth and almost like a zombie like you know death um yeah but it's kind of the same concept like you got to be really careful um 
you know, about spreading this thing because it could, you know, yeah. it's just who knows. Um, now there was some good news. Um, I heard that this, you know, the Corona was or COVID nineteen more specifically was um, it's slow to mutate. So yeah. It's not going to be making a lot of progress, which of course is a great thing, you know. Thank God. But uh, yeah, no. Matt Matt Damon was the kind of the star of that movie. That's a really good movie too. If anyone is kind of feeling for, you know, a really at this point, you know, <laughs> hit a little bit too close the, of a thriller. The movie. Uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's just crazy movie. Yeah, um, and I mean, that's, speak. That's... Oh. I'm sorry. I was gonna say that's why I told my wife because she was asking me because her birthday was this past Monday, the thirtieth. Oh, so wow. yeah. I told her, you know, since and both of our birthdays actually fell fall in the month of March during this whole crisis, and we really didn't get to do anything for each other. So yeah, um, I told her celebrate all week and you get to pick the movies this week that we watch and she gave me a choice of outbreak and i think two others and i told her i said well you know what just to keep it on brand i said why don't we watch out <laughs> yeah she's like have you seen it and i said oh yeah i've seen it a couple of times she goes oh i've never seen it and i'm like i think you'll enjoy it and uh, she did yeah but uh, ju- just yeah i think it was the late 90s because um it had the monkey from friends in it. Oh, okay. So yeah. Um, I'm right there with you guys. My birthday is tomorrow actually. So, so it's going to be the same deal. I mean, we're literally just going to, uh, you know, just kind of celebrate in my house. Um, I got all my schoolwork done earlier this week. So Friday I can just, which, you know, tomorrow, my birthday, I can just hang out, play video games, watch some TV, you know, yeah. just enjoy a day doing, you know, whatever I want, I guess, as far as yeah. indoors goes. But yeah, so yeah. and th- there has been some celebrity deaths to this. COVID-19 oh yeah, too. yeah. I there's mean, been some artists that have died. I mean, it's been yeah. it's been just, really unfortunate. Just the other day, it hit the Star Wars world. Andrew Jack. Yeah. Yeah. He played a resistance fighter, right? Was his the biggest? Yeah, in yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah, then he voiced uh, character as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, he yeah. was in the Last Jedi too, actually. Yeah, he was a dialect coach. Oh wow. Um, yeah, that is six, know. I believe. Oh, what, so, it was from complications to the COVID nineteen. Uh. So. Yeah, that. Yes. Right when you saw start seeing celebrity deaths, I think that's when, well, I think most people like us, yeah. the pop culture nerdy kind of people go, oh damn. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, it, yeah, you see it outbreak, and um, you know, you just hear, okay, there's a few people in China. Oh, now a whole cruise ship has it. Oh, now this country has it, and then it yeah. just snowballs into our current situation. Um, I remember watching, I think, the early news of it, and. December and January, just thinking, man, like, I mean, this, at first I kind of related it instantly to kind of like the Ebola outbreak. Okay, hopefully there'll just be a few isolated cases throughout the world, and then that'll be it. It'll, it'll, we'll contain it. But I just started hearing, you know, just a little bit more every day. Oh, now a cruise ship has it. Oh, now someone that was traveling from China brought it to Italy or whatever the case may be. And, and it I, just kept on going, oh, now there's, you know, 10 cases in the U.S., 100, 1,000, you know, 10,000. And it just yeah. exploded. Uh, just yeah, I just, uh, I remember when I first started hearing about it too. And yeah, at first I was like, okay, it's over there in China. Hopefully they can contain it and keep it from leaving. Yeah. But, and then as it started to slowly spread, I I just I'm sorry, but I don't think, yeah, our, our government did, wasn't taking it seriously. Yeah, no, I think and, I think it caught our government sleeping. It caught everyone sleeping, to be honest. And they needed a if they would have jumped on it right away instead of saying all oh, that it, it's it's nothing. It's right. This it's that. I'm like, no, yeah. come on, you gotta take stuff like this seriously, or yeah, this is gonna happen. 
But yep, like you said, hopefully we'll be hopefully back to somewhat normalcy by midsummer or something like that, and we will have known what to do and how to contain it so it doesn't blow up when it's at its peak. Oh yeah, yep. We just gotta hope and. uh yeah, I think the big, the first big celebrity that I remember hearing about someone who got corona was um, Tom Hanks. Yeah. That was kind of the big first one. Well, and, uh, at least him and uh, his wife, Rita Wilson, are back in the United States now. Yeah. And they are healthy again, so. Yeah, I think they, I think they, they've fully recovered. Yeah. I don't think they have it anymore, uh, which is yeah, they, awesome. I think right when they were tested positive, they put themselves in lockdown and did what they were supposed to do and yeah thankfully they were both able to get through it um yeah and i mean yeah speaking you know i guess this lead perfectly into our next subject um we're gonna talk a little bit about all the all the movie and show um halts that have uh, uh risen you know out of production and everything else um, so heartbreak jeff do you want to talk about some of like you know some stuff that you know you were looking forward to and we can kind of oh, talk yeah. about how you know how that getting delayed you know how that changes things yeah um first thing i think about is the black widow movie since it's the next one in the new phase of the marvel universe and all the new shows that are on coming to disney plus in the marvel universe that are also part of the new phase of Marvel. If Black Widow's getting pushed back, right when I heard Black Widow was getting pushed back, I knew sooner or later uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision were going to get pushed back because they are on this timeline for this new phase of Marvel. So obviously Black Widow, Falcon and Winter Soldier... One division all got pushed back. Yeah. Um, another one I saw the other day that kind of upset me, and it got pushed back a year, was the new Ghostbusters Afterlife movie. Uh, That's not coming out till March fifth, twenty twenty one. They really kicked that one back. Yeah. And, I mean, just and like I said, the list of TV shows: Falcon and Winter Soldier, One Division. Um, all the, all the walking deads got pushed back Okay. in production and yeah. newer shows that I've, Loki got pushed back. There's another Marvel one that I, so yeah, Stranger Things gets pushed back. Another show I love. Uh, yeah. And I guess I see on the list here, Lord of the Rings has a TV series. Really? But Lord of the Rings TV series coming out. Ooh. Uh, do you know which do you know which streaming service it's gonna is it coming to a streaming service or I'm pretty that sounds like it might be a Netflix thing. Okay. Wow. I never knew about that one. Neither did I actually. And did, did, that I doesn't even ring a bell at all, actually. I just saw it on the list under T V production. I'm like, really? Wow. The the Witcher got pushed back. Their production for next season. Okay. Crap. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a bad year for TV and film. Yeah. As far as production Just... goes. Now, as far as the amount watched, I think it's gonna spike. I mean, you're gonna. I've personally oh, yeah. watched way more TV. You know, during these times, I've blown through yep. like a full show at this point, and I'm already moving on to my next. You know, in my list. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> so. gotten caught up with all the TV shows that I wanted to start watching that I didn't. I'm already caught up with all all of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, it's a it's a comedy show on True TV. It's called Tacoma FD. Okay. Oh my god, a very funny show. I wanted to start watching it when it first when I first heard about it, but at that time, my cable company took away my True TV. But now I have it back. Okay, good. So I went on demand, and thank thank goodness they had the entire first season available. So I got caught up on all those, and their second season just started. So yeah, I was like, wow, was able to get caught up with that before their second season started. Yeah, um, the one movie I was really looking forward to 
this year was uh, James Bond No Time to Die. Uh, and that yeah, was, that got pushed back. That was slated for an April 10th release. I was going to go watch it. My buddy and I were planning on going and watching it. We're huge, uh, I guess, you know, James Bond fans, and uh, we both like Daniel Craig anyways. Um, we're like, all right, this is the last one. Like, we got we got to go see the premiere, you know, make an event out of it. But uh, yep. we're going to have to push that back until all the way. I think it's uh, sometime in the fall. I don't remember. I, but once I saw it got pushed back, I mean, I wasn't surprised. Um, but... Oh man, it, it sucks. You know, yeah. there are so many good spring and summer blockbusters that I was yeah. really getting excited for, and, and uh, now we're oh. just gonna have to wait. Yeah, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, that too. August 14th now. Okay, I mean that's not so, too bad. I that's no. still summer for me, at but, least in Texas. But something was brought up on a YouTube video I watched the other day. I forget whose YouTube channel it was, but it was one of these guys that does a, you know, geek style YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, he was predicting that Black Widow is going to say, okay, we're going to release late August. Mm. So they're right around that time. Mm -hmm. Like they're back to back. And he goes, let let those two duke it out at the box office. He goes, that'll be fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are probably, that's probably the first, uh, maybe maybe July will be the first month people really start to get back to the theaters. But August is going to be prime time. And those are two huge movies in their respective, you know, franchises, of course. Um, yeah. So that is going to be an interesting and fight to watch. Patty in the Jenkins box already announced. Patty Jenkins already announced that there will be a Wonder Woman three. Okay. So I guess I don't know how long uh, Gal Gadot's contract is to play Wonder Woman, but they must have her locked down for a few movies. Maybe, but I mean that's you know if, if I was a uh, Gal Gadot, I would definitely. Oh yeah, I would definitely. You know, I mean, that seems like it'd be such a great contract to have. Um, so I, I could understand. Honestly, yeah, Wonder Woman was the first movie I saw her in. Um, I really didn't see any of the Fast and Furious movies, so I didn't know her from those. First movie I saw her in was Wonder Woman, and I'm like, "Yep, she's Wonder Woman." Oh yeah, because right when I heard the casting that they cast her as Wonder Woman, and I saw pictures of her and stuff, I was like. I don't know. Just because it's not that she didn't look like Wonder Woman. Uh huh. Said I don't know. You know, it was yeah. like the school aspect. I am Amazonian. You have a certain image in your head of what an Amazonian should look like. Sure. But I was just like I don't know. And then when I saw the first couple of trailers, I was like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, she's going. She's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, now you couldn't really imagine a live-action Wonder Woman without her. Right. <laughs> really, you know. Like, gosh, you know, it kind of set that expectation already, which is awesome. Um, I would Actually, I would like to see Patty Jenkins actually offer Linda Carter, the Wonder Woman from the 70s TV show, a cameo spot in the next Wonder Woman movie. Huh. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. And Wonder Woman 3, like, have her play maybe like an elder Amazonian or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. be really awesome and you know, true fan well older fans like me would obviously get who it is and younger fans that don't know who it is will just think this is a new character so oh yeah it, it would be a uh it'd be that'd be a good idea actually um yeah i'm trying to think i mean oh yeah of course you know star wars related uh the casting indoor yeah um show is apparently you know just because of corona stop no other reason um so you know that well, as well is probably going to delay when it comes out but we can rejoice in the fact that the mandalorian is not on this list because it was already done yep it will be coming out in october yep so that that is a very very good timing and a little bit of luck i think that was needed um yes <laughs> so that you know that is awesome and if that happened to be still in production and I would have been like, Oh no. Yeah. Uh, we're, we, we are securing the fact that that's not getting pushed back. It is October. So, yep. Um, and you know, if for some unforeseen reason, this is still going on <laughs> in yeah, October. Yeah. We, heck we, we have the, we have the Mandalorian. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I just, 
I would everything to a lot of the big sports events like Indy 500, for example, got pushed back to September. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of sporting events I've seen that you know are, are traditionally springtime events have gotten pushed I, back to September. I'm starting to wonder if they will even have a baseball season. Oh, I know. Because if it keeps getting pushed back, you can only start it. If if it gets pushed back to where the traditional All Star break is, because that's halfway right. season. Yep. yep. If it gets pushed beyond that, they should just cancel the season because I don't I don't want to see half of a season. Yeah. No I'm, I'm sorry. Some people, some people that aren't baseball fans, are going well. The season's too long to begin with. Well, whatever. It is pretty long, it's, isn't it? Like 152 games. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, us baseball fans, we're used to that. That's what. And I just can't. No, half a season. Mm, don't know. I don't know if that would work out very well because it doesn't give. I don't give it thing it gives everyone because at the beginning of the season everyone's has a shot to go to the playoffs yeah and that many games anything can happen and i just think half a season would be like cheating some of the teams that would normally say okay this is when we do it have our push for the playoffs yeah so but what what do I know? I'm pretty sure Major League Baseball will make up their own mind if they want to attempt it or not. But yeah, and hockey, oh, so Ooh. upset. Like I said, with baseball, I don't know if they should even pick it back up. Because if they pick it back up, are they going to pick it back up and just look at the records and go, okay, these are the teams that are supposed to be in the playoffs. Here's the brackets. We're just starting with the playoffs because that's t- that time of year. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's ugh. it's just really frustrating, and I think we even said this in one of our other shows. I feel bad for the XFL. Oh yeah, their first season got shut down abruptly. Yeah, and and they got it shut down abruptly in the middle of the season, where it looked like all the teams were playing pretty damn well. So. It, to me, it was getting interesting. So, oh yeah, it, and uh, it just gets unfortunate. Shut down. But I have heard that everyone is hopeful, and it sounds like with the XFL that they will be around for a second season. Yeah, at is, least that's what I've been seeing. Yeah, which is I hope that's true because I mean, football in the off season, right in that time slot, is actually kind of genius, you know, for like a secondary league like them to go and play. You and, know, when, when there's nothing NFL or college going on. Yeah, and from what I've seen, too, right before they got shut down, their ratings were starting to uh, go up. Uh, ratings. Yeah. And I think they even, like, put them side by side with the, what was it, the AAF? AAF or something AAF. like that. Yeah. They yeah. put them side by side, and the XFL's ratings were much higher at, at the same time through of the season. That, yeah. So... They were doing good. Yeah, I mean, they have to no uh, penalize them by saying, "Okay, you know what? Your first season got shut down because of a virus. I don't think we're gonna we're gonna fold the league. I don't think that's gonna be happen." Yeah. So, and there has been, um, I think at least there's been one player, a quarterback that I know of, that actually got signed from the XFL over to the NFL. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Oh, uh, I can't what? remember his name, but I think he got signed to the Panthers. Actually, yes, he did. So. He did because. Uh, Allen? Maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. Allen got traded to the Redskins. Okay. And I was like, oh, my God. So they, so uh, Rivera is going to have a quarterback uh, competition if they even get to a training well, camp. Well, because the Panthers, I think, also signed Teddy Bridgewater in the offseason. Yeah. So he's going from the Saints over to uh, the Carolinas. Well, at least... Well, at least uh, Rivera didn't trade for Cam Newton. That was my fear. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Cam Newton. You know, whenever he was staying healthy and playing well, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, he but was. I feel like after you know the Broncos really their defense that might be one of the best defenses we saw the entire decade. I mean, they were just you know they would just crush any offense. You know, especially yeah. Cam Newton was 
probably, you know, on the middle of a hot streak at that point, too. And they were playing great, great football and offense. But Von Miller and uh, and Co. there in Denver totally shut him down in the yeah. Super Bowl. Um, yeah, and that's when he had his little crybaby fit. And yeah. <laughs> it was, had it was me lose ugly. a little bit of respect for him. Yeah, it was a pretty ugly like, loss dude, for them. It's... Yes, it's the Super Bowl, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And you're supposed to be a professional, just sit there and answer the questions. I know it's hard. Well, I don't know it's hard. I've never been in that position, but I'm sure it's extremely hard. Yeah. But you just have to be a professional, suck it up, do it, and then you can go back to the locker room and privately throw stuff around and yeah, you know, say what you want to say. But, yeah, it mm. – and then we got – it's going to be interesting to see Tom Brady with the Bucks. Oh, yeah. That's going to be – it's either going to be – like, either Tom Brady is still going to you know perform at an extremely high level and they're just going to dominate in the NFC, at least in their division. Right. Or you know, he might start to you – know, his quality might start to slide a little bit and they might just have a, you know, decent seasons. Yeah, this, I, the jury's this still real- out. To see if it would to see if it's a Peyton Manning to the Broncos type result, or yeah. if it's uh, you know, dare I say, even though I love Joe Montana, or is it a Joe Montana to the Chiefs kind of result? Yeah, yeah. Where, yes, he did perform well, but the Chiefs I don't think really got to the playoff or the Super Bowl with him. So yeah, who, yeah. who knows? I and mean, I, my my hope is just that Tom Brady goes down there to Tampa Bay. And takes Tampa Bay, you know, to the top of their division and whatnot. And all of a sudden, the Patriots just sink to the bottom of their division, and everyone can go see. Uh, you know, Belichick is not. It's not Belichick. It was Brady. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I I saw that. Uh, it looks like from what I could tell, that Brian Hoyer is set to be the starting QB for the Patriots. And if I was a New England fan and I went from Tom Brady to Brian Hoyer, I would be rioting. (laughs) I would be absolutely, you know, furious with, you know, the coaching decisions. We're going to see how their attendance is this year. What's that? So let's see how... Foxborough's attendance is this year. Oh, I know. Ooh, just Brian Hoyer. Brian, he got traded because he was a Colt, and uh, yeah. he was, you know, before. And trust me, at the Colts, you know, I did not like him at all. I wanted him gone. Just to see him go to the Patriots was an absolutely amazing thing. <laughs> uh. To see him go away and us sign Philip Rivers, I, I mean, we were we were thrilled <laughs> yeah. to see that exchange happen. No. The the Patriots, well, yeah, they they did pretty well last last year, even though they, they get decent. the Super Bowl. Yeah, they, they made it to what the so they're gonna have a low draft pick in the first round. Let's see if Belichick goes for a quarterback. Maybe I've heard too that they're gonna pull like the uh, the suck for suck on purpose for the first round, uh, first pick mm-hmm. type of thing. I mean that's what the Colts did whenever we were trying to get Andrew Luck. Well, we right. didn't know if we were gonna get Andrew Luck or RG three. You know, those are the top two QBs. Yeah. And we wanted another QB to, you know, build our team around. So we purposely, you know, lost like we went two and fourteen that season. <laughs> and we were, you know, I guess purposely trying to lose those games. I wonder if the Patriots are gonna pull the same strategy. I don't know. They might just like hope I mean, for a top pick in next year's draft and get a good quarterback coming out of college. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, if, if Brian Hoyer is your starter, you're off to a good start <laughs> for that strategy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Um, who knows? Yeah. But, I, uh, Ooh, yeah. I just had a thought. I got to check real quick here to see if, uh, Oh man, are the bucks on the Redskins schedule this year? Ooh, that will be interesting. Um, you know, I would I would tell you who is really happy right now are Dolphins, with Dolphins, Bills, and Jets, right? Isn't that the AFC East? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Dolph- Yeah, they are some happy fans right now <laughs> to yeah. see number twelve on the Patriots leave. Oh, thank goodness! 
we won't have to play the Bucks this year. Oh, that is very good. If if it is, if we do play them, it it'll be some by some miracle in the playoffs. So yeah, yeah. Um, but did you also speaking of the NFL? Did you see that they're expanding the playoffs? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they are actually now bringing the top seven. So they're bringing an extra wild card team in, which means that only the first seed is going to get a bye. Oh, and wow. now it's going to be like, you know, just an extra wild card game where like, you know, the second seed plays a seventh, third plays the sixth and then, you know, fourth and fifth play. Um, so that has, you know, kind of pretty much shaken up. I feel like you know, the format completely. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. So who knows what's going to happen with, uh, with that and, you know, how that might change things, you know, that might, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to change things. I feel like, you know, the number two seed is really the, the true loser here. Cause yeah. now they got, now they got to play a wild card game against a team that who knows, maybe they just got really hot the last four or five games of the season and snuck into that seventh seed. And right. now they have to play a team that's playing really well when previously they would have gotten a full buy straight to the divisionals. That's what I always tell people. I said you just have to get hot at the right time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean like the Titans for example, they got hot at the perfect time and that took them all the way to the AFC Championship. Yep. I mean and, and now, you know, now they got some big stars. They got Derrick Henry who can probably yeah. run over a truck. <laughs> yeah. And they got Tannehill who really got hot and started playing good ball. I mean, they are they're going to be a team to watch for sure. Yeah. They get, they got a lot of potential to build off of from last season and um there's a lot of teams now. You know, the Colts finally we have, you know, what'll hopefully be Philip Rivers, you know, rejuvenated and ready to go out there and, you know, play some good football and just the league is just going to look completely different, I feel like, you know, from yeah. the season onwards, especially with the new playoff format. Yeah. So hopefully they'll hopefully they'll hit I know I think they did say they're delaying their training camps right now. Okay, so that's already been delayed. I mean, that's going to be a huge thing, too. Less preparation time. Yep. So, Either that or they might just... May, maybe they'll start the season a little later where everyone complains that the preseason's too long. I, yeah, got the first week or two of the preseason and replace it with yeah. training camp. You know, it's just... Something. Yeah, just take away like the first couple games of the the preseason schedule and use that for extra training camp. Yeah, yeah, take away the first game or something. I don't know. I mean, I remember a few years ago they were talking about taking two games from uh, preseason and then sticking them into the regular season, so there'd be a, a eighteen or seventeen game schedule. Oh, cool. Um, I think. Did I hear recently too? Because I was actually—I don't know if you know who Pat McAfee is. Yeah. Uh, he has yep. his own podcast, and it's you know all about the NFL, really. Yep. I think they were talking about them also expanding the regular season, and well, that's that... also going to have to throw off the record books. Because now, if you get an extra game or two in a season, I mean, records are going to be broken. You know, c- compared to the traditional 16-game era, way quicker. Yeah. So they're yeah, going to have sure. to like have like two different record books, <laughs> you know, one for like 16 game season and one for like a 17 or 18 game season. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's Pat just McAfee. Yeah. He was a West Virginia graduate. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He played for West Virginia in college and went yep. and played for the Colts. And man, I loved him at the Colts. Right. He was the most exciting uh, special teams player ever. <laughs> really? Yeah. I well, mean, he, he had some moments at West Virginia too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That no one saw it coming. So yeah, I just a couple of fake kicks that were successful. So uh-huh. I, I just remember, you know, that every once in a while, you know, you would see him go and like, you know, get a a big hit on a punt returner, or kick returner. You know, the, you just come out yeah. of nowhere and you know level someone. <laughs> he just he was he was ready to play. I mean, it, it was it was awesome watching him. Um, and it's cool to see him kind of weigh in on some you know some NFL you know news and stuff but uh yeah yeah so he's one of those he, he's one of the rare kickers that has one of those like he has a, the name and the reputation that someone asked do you know who so-and-so is they're like oh yeah he was a kicker right yeah. in the nfl yep 
But yep. those kickers are just, I hate to say it, but just not memorable. Yeah. But there are those few that have those names and reputations. and. Yeah, Adam Vinatieri, like, another huge yep. you know, kicker, also you know, a cult. Um, I always liked, I, I love Vinatieri, and the fact that he came over from New England and won a Super Bowl with us is, uh, is great. Um, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, there's, there's a few. Sebastian Janikowski. Yep. Yep. And if you get going old school back to my, my childhood, Mark Mosley, kicker from the Redskins, longtime kicker. Okay. Oh, God, it, it seemed like, ah. Uh, it just seemed like he was there forever. Yeah. And yeah, he was he was one of the I think the last kickers that I remember that actually used had that special shoe that was kind of squared off on the Oh yeah. Show. Yeah. So because he they, was a straightforward kicker. Yeah, they they used to do, you know, the, the straight on. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um now yeah. it's obviously a soccer style and there's right. guys nailing it from sixty yards, which was unheard of even ten years ago. Yeah. So, or at least 15 years ago, maybe, but yeah, just crazy. But, uh, yep. I guess moving back into Star Wars too, uh, we should talk about the latest Clone Wars episode a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, I'm, I'm starting to really, uh, this arc is growing on me a lot. Um, yeah. it's exploring some really cool places and the animation is just really impressive. I mean, you saw, especially with some of the, just the bigger shots, just the wide shots of them, like flying out of Coruscant or flying into Kessel, just super impressive stuff from there yeah. too. But and speaking about Kessel, that yeah. was really cool because I think that I think I mentioned it on my podcast when I talked about this episode that it's proof that all Star Wars planets are not the same terrain and climate. Yeah, because right when they got through the atmosphere, because we recognize the atmosphere right away. Oh yeah, and the the little light standards there to guide you in. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh my god, they're they're in Kessel. Yeah, and once they got down below the at the cloud cover, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you see these lush green trees and beautiful landscape. I'm like, that's not Kessel. Yeah, really interesting to see that. I'm like, oh, so there are some nice place places to like crappy looking plants. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. So, it's kind of like the same thing knows? with Mustafar. Uh, they had yeah. it looked way more tame in uh, the Rise of Skywalker than it did in the Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah, because there were uh, there, there were trees. Yeah, even though they were burnt, <laughs> there were yeah. trees. That's true. That's true. There's a little bit of like landscape that wasn't just straight up lava, you know. It's right. Just, yeah. Um, Obviously, because he was they, they were fighting on ground, so. Yep, and of Couldn't course, hot. Yeah. So. With the, uh, the the Kessel royalty, you know, in in this latest episode, um, there there just no hint of you know like the slavery literally going on probably a few miles away, right? Um, just you know they were living their own just it seems like lifestyle in this beautiful you know castle and like you said this lush green forest. Who would have yeah. thought you know maybe just a ten minute flight you know away or twenty minute or you know whoever you know however yeah. long that there was a, a slave operation going on. I mean, and, just, yeah, like yeah. you said, it gets you to thinking about other plants that we've seen just one climate or terrain. It's like, what, what does Hoth look like? Maybe at the equator, 40, 40 miles, 50, 40, 50 miles away from where we were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was, was, could there have been a settlement there? You know, yeah. just like on the other side of Hoth. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we're kind of led to believe it's a very remote and like uninhabited planet, um, at least human-wise, or at least any you know intellectual life. Because at least w- from Revenge of the Sith, like, not sorry, not Revenge of the, from Empire Strikes Back, like when we got introduced to Hoth, like yeah. okay, they chose like the most distant, you know, low-key, you know, discreet place that they could find, you know, that where they could still operate from. Um, and then, like, of course, you know, Vader just used his, pretty much his force sense to, well, actually, maybe not. Maybe, you know, the, the droids really did, the Imperial probes actually legitimately found them on their own. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, that, you know, that was a really interesting, you know, premise. Um, at least the, the entire idea of, like, the Rebels always hiding out, you know, where they can. 
Um, yeah. Just really cool idea. But uh, yeah, but back to Kessel. Um, just like you said, the just I just want to talk about um, or just mention, like you said, the atmosphere, or at least the outside of the planet, just totally reminiscent of Solo. You know, felt yeah. like the exact same place. It was really cool to see that. But this time we get a little bit more um, of an inside scoop on the spice trade. Yeah. More so um, than anything else, which was really interesting to think about. Um, you know, kind of like this whole idea of like, well, you know, the morals that came in with running spice, not only is it dangerous, but like you might be fueling, you know, like a drug lord at that rate, <laughs> you know, just, and of course, Ahsoka realizes that and tries to, you know, what? really heavily express that. Said the spice was being used to make medicine. Medicine. Yeah. So I don't know if he was telling the complete truth i don't think so because i mean why would you run spice if you just wanted to do it for medicine you just have a big old shipping company come in you know if there was right. nothing to hide yeah i think he was just saying that to suit or to ease ahsoka's oh yeah conscience yeah yeah or at least that's, that's what they have to claim you know if any authority asks oh what are you doing with that spice oh we're making right. medicine you know there's nothing to see here right uh, where you know you go through the back door and then you know take it to the pikes who will you know make it into drugs and sell it for you or whatever. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the cliffhanger, too. I, okay, first uh, off, yeah. seeing the Pikes was really cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen them before in a show or a movie. I've heard them mentioned. Yeah, I've just read about them. So. I think, were they, weren't they mentioned in Solo? Um, They might have been. Yeah, actually, that sounds about right. Um, And then if oh, you remember... Yeah. They were mentioned in Solo when he said that that area is controlled by the Pikes. Yeah, and we're, we're we have an alliance with them or something like that. Blah blah blah. And he goes, "Well, it's not going. They're not going to know that it was us because they don't know who, what we look like, who we are." So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's where I first, where at least I first heard of them. Yeah, I yeah. I think like I had heard of them previously because I remember when I wrote my uh, Darth Jar Jar fanfic. It was the Pikes was the group that he ended up, I think, uh, battling okay. <laughs> in my fan fiction that I, you know, just wrote for fun. Um, yeah, it was so, really interesting seeing them. Yeah, it was. Um, and then of course, Ahsoka tries to pull the Jedi mind trick, and it works at first. Yeah, you know, the guy totally, you know, falls for it. Yeah, he just seemed like he was in a daze too after it. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. was standing there while his, I guess his first lieutenant or his captain or whatever was like uh dude uh you you want to check this stuff yeah you know yeah and he was just standing there yeah so and i'm surprised no one noticed ahsoka using that because didn't she like raise her hand or something like that she i think she did i don't maybe they just didn't catch on because they weren't expecting her to be a you know at least a, any sort of force user right i don't know if you can call her a jedi at this point i mean i don't think you really can no, um, but just a force she, user. Yeah, she left the order, so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, definitely not a Jedi. And then they try to make you know quick escape, but you know they they pull on the tractor beam and now they're stuck and they're really in a pickle. Well, it ended on Ahsoka, or not Ahsoka, but um, oh my goodness, her name always slips my mind. Trace's sister. Yeah, I can't think of her name either actually right now. Oh my goodness. But yeah, she said, it, she goes, when we get questioned, I'm going to say it was all your fault and points to Ahsoka. Right. And then Trey says, at this point, I think we're all at fault. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. And that's where it ended. And I think this is the second, the second one of this season that ended on a cliffhanger because there was that one where and they were rescuing uh, Echo. Echo. And they were trapped in that droid battle. Yeah. And ended there yeah so hopefully this one just like that one picks up right where it left off oh yeah i hope so um and you know think okay well if this is going to be a four episode arc well then you know we're halfway through it at this yeah. point and we'll see what maybe they'll make both of these episodes into like an escape type episode right or maybe they you know escape really quickly and then we, we just see more i guess of course on or maybe ahsoka right. departs and 
that's what sets up, you know, the last arc. Um, yeah, that, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for that this episode coming up is them escaping, getting back to Coruscant, because that's I'm hoping at least the last episode of this arc takes place mostly on Coruscant. Yeah. Because I want to see more of, you know, 1313 in that. Oh, of... yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I think, speaking of 1313, did you see that leaked image? Um, apparently it was like a new image too that I that I saw and it was on some news sites that pretty much confirmed a you know it was set in the Coruscant underworld and it like the screenshot was in the Coruscant underworld and then b the main protagonist thirteen thirteen was going to be Boba Fett. Ooh, no, I did not. Yeah, I uh, I think I put it on uh, my Star Wars media Twitter page, um, so it might be easily accessible there. But the photo from it was super impressive. I mean, it looked amazing. as like a an open world, you know, Coruscant underworld type game playing as a bounty hunter. I just, that concept, I still really want, and I still hope somehow we'll get it, you know, in a video game. But uh, yeah, Coruscant underworld has so much potential for some good stories and some good stuff. So if we go back to Coruscant underworld on episodes three and four of this arc, I will be perfectly happy with that. Yeah, let me see. Um, yeah, new Star Wars 1313 leak reveals the Lucas Arts Boba Fett game. Is that one it? Yeah, that would have been it. Oh wow, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but hey, if, if yeah, if we if we even we get to get to see some more, um, Arkansas, not Arkansas. Well, I was saying Arkansas. I have no idea. <laughs> Underworld. <laughs> Uh, content. Jeez, my brain just got uh, fried there for a second. Um, it'd be great to see that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I just want to see more of thirteen thirteen. <laughs> yeah. And because we know next time we see Ahsoka in the next arc, it's it's not going to be in the underworld. She, yep. it's going to be the sees a Mandalore. So I just want to hopefully get as much as we can of the underworld before they leave it. Oh yeah. Same. And we can only hope, but you know, maybe if we got lucky one day, um, we could get a course on underworld TV show or something or a new video game or who knows what, you know, a TV show, a course on underworld TV show would be awesome. You know, maybe yeah. talking about some of the different like crime gangs or just some of the different stuff that happens in the underworld. Maybe some really cool swoop bike, you know, shots or racing or something. It'd be a lot yeah. of fun to see. But uh, I guess we just have to wait and see. Um, Coruscant is my favorite planet in Star Wars. So anything that happens on there, I'm always really, you know, interested in. So we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, what do you yeah. think of the characters? What do you think of the two sisters uh, in particular? I mean, do you, do you like them or do you think? Yeah. You, yeah, I do. Um, I like, I really like Trace. I still have my reservations about her older sister. Like I said, I can't believe I can't remember her name all the time. Yeah. But yeah, I do like them. Um, we'll, we'll see. Maybe her older sister does something in this next episode that turns it all, turns it all around because right now she's still skeptical of Ahsoka, which yeah, she. I think she should be. Rafa is her name. Rafa, there we go. Yeah, which, which she should be because you know they just met her. Yeah. Where Where'd she come from? She right. came from up there, but why is she down here? She's exactly. hiding from something. Yeah, yeah. If someone goes from up to down. There's probably something you know very but wrong. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But yeah, I, I like the two sisters. What do you think of them? I, you know, at first, like you said, I definitely like Trace more. Um, however, you know, I, I really do question, I guess, kind of like the, uh, um, I guess the judgment on Trace's part. Actually, yeah. I think this all kind of confirms, like, the Trace's bad judgment. Because, A, like you said, she's really quick to really trust Ahsoka, you know, after such a short time. And then, B, you know, out of all the things she could have done while on the ship, she dumps her spice which right. obviously puts them in a real bind. And she, if, if they had just kept the spice, you know, and maybe just tried to get through that Pike deal and then discuss after, 
That would have been way smarter. Like, sure, the spice is not going to be going to, like, a good cause. (laughs) But at that point, you kept yourself safe. And hopefully, if the pikes were good on their word, earned a little bit of credits, you know, know, just to try to save yourself. But I just, yeah, I really do question, you know, the the judgment of Trace. But I do like them. They're, They're, like, really interesting characters. You know, they have some interesting, you know, uh, moral, I guess, compasses and like what they are or aren't willing to do. Trace just kind of, kind of seems to go along with anything her older sister, you know, says. Um, and, mm. you know, Rafa seems like she's willing to do anything for, um, you know, for a few credits, which I can understand, especially if she's in debt to some like crime lords. <laughs> yes. I mean, I've been, I've been trying to earn credits as fast as I could as well. So, right. it, you know, just kind of a really not a good situation for them at all, but uh, it, it does make for good for good TV. So, <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. Right. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I am definitely uh, looking forward to seeing how this. Um, how this arc, you know concludes and i just checked the uh, star wars news site and the title of the next episode which is coming out tomorrow or friday the third is a uh, dangerous debt oh okay. so it's uh, in the description i'll just read you know the the sub headline captured by the pikes ahsoka and the martez sisters are running out of options and a job gone wrong so uh, yeah all right this will be interesting to uh really interesting to watch and i'm looking forward to uh to watching it for sure and oh man when do they premiere do you know what time they premiere is it like a midnight premiere i i never i think so i heard some podcasters say they you know they some like to stay up late on thursday and keep hitting the thing and well keep hitting the refresh button no it pops up right so for some for some it pops up right at midnight. For some, I hear it doesn't pop up till the next morning. Uh, so yeah, I I really haven't checked because I'm not that. I guess I want to see them. Yeah, just like the Mandalorian, but I'm not staying up late. Well, I guess I could now, but <laughs> yeah, um, with tomorrow being one of my work days, days I have to work, mm-hmm. I probably won't do it tonight, but. Maybe next week, since I don't work on Friday next week. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Um, like I said, I usually watch it. Well, these last couple weeks since I've been home, I watched it right when I get up. But this Friday, like I said, it'll probably be either on my bus ride home from work or after I get home from work so I can enjoy it on the bigger screen. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll say. Oh yeah. But it'll definitely be watched right when I right when I'm able to watch it, so Oh yeah, and, it'll be Yeah, and usually my next episode of my podcast, Blue Milk Cafe, I usually record I've been recording right after I've I watched them, so they're yeah. fresh in my mind. But yeah, that's when I usually watch mine. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the photo of George Lucas holding Baby Yoda? I think I saw that a while back. Yeah, it was a while back ago. I was just, you know, when you got, talking about the Mandalorian. That's, I don't know, that photo of Lucas and Baby Yoda is just, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it, it It's awesome. It is so cool to see that. Um, the way he's holding them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's just so cool. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I I had a buddy that would stay up to like 2 or 3 a.m. to watch, you know, the newest episode of The Mandalorian each night. Um, oh, I wow. personally just kind of wait. I don't know. I just love watching shows like Friday evening as like a great way just to like relax from the week yeah. and decompress. Yep. Like when the Grand yeah. Tour was coming out, I mean, I would, you know, save those for, you know, Friday nights and same with The Mandalorian, Friday night show usually or a Saturday morning show, just depending. Um, yeah, that's that's why that's why I saved my the Mandalorian. Well, back then I was, you know, life as usual, and I was right. working. Right. I would just watch when I got home from work Friday. Yeah, yeah. gives you something to look forward to. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, yeah, now it's of course different, but yeah. uh, 
Yeah, I I do like the weekly releases. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. Yeah, um, even even though this, like we were saying, this past episode left on the cliffhanger. Yeah, it it still it takes me back to those days where you had to wait. Yep. And it's I think it's just awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is cool. Um, I will say I think like the Mandalorian. Um worked better on a week-to-week basis just because you could uh well first off each episode was way more of like a standalone right at least you know the majority of them of course there were some that flew you know they would flow between two or three weeks but you know there was just some were just a week-long you know chapter in the mandalorian story and it worked out really well and each episode was you know 30 to 40 minutes so you got some more screen time um yeah but you know these are about you know 25 ish minutes i think per episode and yeah. uh, you have to wait week to week. It's like, oh, I just want to binge it all. You know, come on. But yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I've I've already heard of some people complaining that the they love the first season of The Mandalorian, but the shows were too short. But hmm. if you think about it, if it was on network TV, it would have been an hour long show with yeah. commercials. Oh yeah. Now that's what they're complaining about. It's like, well, this is made for Disney Plus, a streaming service that you pay for, so there are no ads. Yeah. Why not just try to make them fifty to fifty-five minutes long? Yeah, um, I could see that, I, but yeah, some yeah. episodes, in my opinion, were the perfect length. I think all of them were the perfect length. I never and thought if that they was too stretched short. out more. I think they would have had to put like some filler stuff in each episode. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think these Mandalorian episodes are the perfect length. It's just pure, you know, a straight up, you know, like eating is a, a steak the entire time. You know, mm-hmm. just the best things about, you know, Star Wars until, you know, these 30 to 40 minute episodes. I thought the Mandalorian was a perfect length, personally. Yeah. So, and then the Clone Wars has traditionally been like a 20 minute show, which right. I actually, I love the 20 minute, 25 minute format. You know, they're easy to digest. You can watch a lot of them if you want to. And actually, if you think about it, they are making these Clone Wars, these new Clone Wars episodes longer than they are. They are because all the previous ones, except for uh, season six, which went to break to Netflix, mm-hmm. were all made for network TV. So they had to add commercials to make them half hour. Yeah. So these are longer. These are longer, so. probably about a good five minutes, I would say. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, yeah, these are a little bit longer, but again, perfect. Except- I know there was that one episode, I think it was Wings of the Cardax, uh, that was only like 18 minutes. Yeah. But most of them have been 25 to like 27 minutes long. Yeah. So getting a little bit of bonus for the Clone Wars, though. So. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Um, I, yeah, I am definitely... Um, yeah, a fan of the, the lengths of these shows. They both work out well. So, yeah, good stuff. And, uh, well, anything else you want to uh, talk about or do you want to call it an episode here? Yeah, I think that was pretty good episode. Yeah. I yeah, really don't have anything else left no. to talk about. Neither do I. And, um, we'll be sure to, you know, talk about next week's, this week's Clone Wars episode next week or whenever we record again. And, uh, next time we record, I'll be I'll be 20 years old. So, oh wow, that's that's fun, I guess. No longer a teenager, so that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> 20s. It'll be it'll be fun. But uh, until then, guys and girls, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, and stay safe out there. Stay healthy, and if you're not healthy, recover quick. Uh, we wish everyone a speedy recovery, and. Um, we got some Clone Wars to look forward to. Let us know what y'all have been watching or doing to pass the time in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would love to know what you guys are up to. Um, there's seems if like you're, if you're like me and have to go to work, yeah. let us know what you've yeah. been doing to keep yourself safe, and let us know what how your employers are like treating this. Is it are you working some crazy hours or you know, not your normal? work shifts oh yeah no we'd like to know i've been lucky in the fact that i can just pick up where i left off in class online so i've been doing right. online class um but i've been really fortunate in that regard to not have to you know go out and work during this time 
um, or at least go to class during this time. But yeah, we would like to hear from y'all what, what y'all have been up to. And uh, with that, we will sign off. Thank you guys so much again. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. May the force be with you. Always. Give the evacuation code signal. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the CantoCast. May, May the, the Force, force be, be with you. you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.